You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's focus on Aaron Rodgers' collarbone, other key injuries across the league with our injury analyst, Will Carroll, Media Relations Director for Motus Global. Will, thanks for taking the time. So we saw the video of Aaron Rodgers looking good, throwing before the Sunday night game in Pittsburgh. What do you make of the quote from teammate Clay Matthews saying, I think we probably should have kept Rodgers off the IR? Yeah, you know, it, it was always a gamble. They obviously needed the roster spot. Uh, so I think they were headed this way, and they always wanted to be cautious with it. The fact that he could be out there now, uh, that he's able to perform the physical function, doesn't tell us whether that that uh, collarbone is fully healed. It's obviously braced. It's locked in there with the plate. Uh, but, again, you want to make sure he's absolutely 100% so you don't end up with a situation like Tony Romo a couple of years ago where he got out there too early uh, and, and put himself right back in, in a bad situation. So every sign is good, but there's never been really a worry about this one. It's just an unfortunate loss of time. you got to be patient, and uh, I guess Clay Matthews has to be a little bit patient. I don't know. What have they got, another State Farm ad? <laughs> Discount double check. Um <laughs> Speaking of speaking of injuries and guys being 100%, uh, let's stay within that division and talk about Matthew Stafford. We saw him gimpy in the game against yeah. the Minnesota Vikings and not being able to finish well, and I think it was his right ankle. Tell me where it is right now. Yeah, you know, he was hit from the inside, which is an unusual way to get hit. Normally we see guys get hit from the outside. They're obviously standing upright, and it's a situation where you certainly worry about not so much the mobility for a guy like Stafford, but is he going to have that stable base? Is he going to be able to move just enough? Uh, and, and so far, the indications are yes. What you don't want to have to do is go in there and brace him up to have any sort of uh, you know something that he's got to think about or that he'll feel when he's out there. You know, he practiced on Wednesday. Uh, word is that he practiced. Uh, he had x-rays after the game that were negative. So what we're dealing with basically is an oddly you know, functioning uh, ankle sprain. And those, you know, as long as it's low grade, which this has appeared to be, and you can play through it. You're, you're limping, you're gimping, but after a week of ice and rest, he should be back to nearly 100%. Though I'm sure they'll be uh, checking it closely and taping him tightly. Injury analyst Will Carroll is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Will, watching Dallas struggle without Ezekiel Elliott, I think we're overlooking what's going on on defense. They've really missed Sean Lee. In general, what happens when a hamstring is injured? The muscles tear. Uh, I mean, I think the the, the thing you have to realize here is that muscle is – uh, basically, take a look at your steak. Take a look at your chicken before you cook it tonight, and that's what a muscle fiber is. And if you tear it, it's got to heal back up. Uh, you can't go in there and try to stitch it back up. I mean, cut a stake and then try to stitch it back together. That's tough. That's what surgeons do sometimes. Uh, but this is just something where you've got to wait. You've got to make sure it heals. Because if you get back out there too soon, you're going to tear it again. You're going to take it right at that weakest point where it's scarring up and it's going gonna, it's gonna to tear and then it's got to restart the process and you're just going to have problems. Worse, that scar is never 100% as strong. It's about 70 75%. You can strengthen around it, but the scar, scar is a scar. Uh, so it's a tough situation. 
Lee has had a ton of injury problems, uh, just like Jordan Reed across the field from him. Uh, also a hamstring injury that just doesn't seem to, to be healing. Uh, sometimes, you know, these guys can have every single skill except their ability. And that's the tough part. As good as they are, as much of a difference maker as Lee is, as tough of a matchup problem as Jordan Reed is, I think we have to go back to availability. Uh, you know, if you can't get out there, you're not a problem. You're a problem for your own team. The other thing to note on Lee is that we've got to take a look at Jalen Smith, who's an inspirational story. He's playing through an injury that, frankly, I didn't think he'd be able to get back from, playing without being able to move his foot after that devastating knee injury. He is not as mobile as he needs to be. But the fact that he's able to do it enough to uh, fill in for Lee, the problem is with Lee out, he's being exposed in more and more situations, and, and that's problematic because what he's doing is pretty special. Speaking of doing something special, the L.A. Rams have been doing pretty darn good with yeah. Cooper Cup and and also Sammy Watkins coming from Buffalo. But you have Robert Woods and his shoulders, shoulder injury. How much do you think that's – well, we know it's going to affect this offense, but how long will he be out uh, to where he'll be able to uh, at least come back at some point in time to do something? Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting because obviously he's been pushed aside a little bit. The development of Cooper Cup, you know, a so-called small college guy, he's been great. You know, he had all the, the measurables – uh, they really thought he was going to fit in, and obviously Jared Goff loves throwing to him. Uh, he's really more the 1A than the 2 in that offense, even with Sammy Watkins. Uh, so with, with Woods, it's the same sort of situation we have with Chris Hogan. It's also the same one we've seen with quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. And this is a question I keep coming back to. The pads we have do not protect from these kind of injuries where someone falls onto the shoulder, and the shoulder moves around in the socket. If it moves uh, back, you end up uh, injuring the acromioclavicular joint. It's a, the AC sprain or shoulder separation. If it goes forward, you end up tearing the labrum. If it goes directly back in, you saw what happened there in Rogers. You snap your collarbone or worse. So what can we do? I, I'm waiting for the NFL to say, you know what? We've got Jameis Winston. We've got Tom Brady. We've got Andrew Locke. We've got Aaron Rodgers. We had Tony Romo a couple of years ago. We Now we're seeing it more and more with wide receivers. We're seeing it with, with defensive backs. What are we going to do about this problem? You know, it took them a couple of years to address concussions. What are we going to do about shoulders? Because I think this is a question for equipment manufacturers, for researchers, we're already behind this. It's costing us a lot of time and a lot of salary lost. Uh, I think it's time to put that into research so we don't keep talking about this. I don't want to be talking to you guys five years from now about the same problem. There's always going to be injuries, but let's at least make them new ones. And if you got anything to help a shoulder ailment, Cordell could use your panacea, because I'm looking at my man on <laughs> Skype from time to time, and he is just windowing that thing to try to keep it loose. Ooh-wee. What do you call it? Uh, the, what is it? Uh, what's the real mus- muscle in the back back there? It's real de- deltoid. Is that what it is? Deltoid, latissimus dorsi. You know, yeah, all, all, it's all that stuff. The yeah, we're all that so stuff, complex. man. It's all, exactly. it's all that, bro. I can't even so reach complex. all the way back. I, I can't throw the football. I'm all screwed up. You, you thought I would have had a game yesterday. That's how bad I'm hurting. <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the cost you guys have. We got to get you in a modus QB. And uh, see if we can free up that arm a little bit, Cordell. <laughs> yes, sir. We need it. We need it. Plus, Cordell's back hurts because he carries me for three hours every day. 
Yeah, that, that's another conversation. That's pay. That's oh, not, yeah. that's well, not last easy. time that's I checked, pay. you get paid. This is not charity work. <laughs> Injury analyst Will Carroll is our guest on the NFL on Tuesday. Well, last one for me. Kelvin Benjamin traded from Carolina. The Buffalo gets hurt quickly. Can you remind us, what is a meniscus? What's going on inside yeah. his knee? Yeah, the meniscus is basically like the labrum in the shoulder. It's a small piece of cartilage that goes in between the two bones. It's behind the knee in the joint space itself. And it's kind of divided into two lobes. You'll hear about medial meniscus, which is on the inside of the knee, lateral meniscus, which is on the outside. And it's cushioning, basically. It's cushioning. It's a little bit of stability. Uh, there's a whole lot more stabilizers than there are cushioning. But think of it like the shock absorbers. You know, years and years ago, uh, when there was a small tear in the meniscus, the surgeon would just go in and take it out. Uh, because they said, you know what, you don't need the stability and the cushioning, no big deal. Turns out it is. And, and the problem is there's a cost to that. If you think of Dwayne Wade, the basketball player, uh, and what he has to go through at this stage in his career, it's all because when he was uh, at Marquette, they removed his meniscus. So he doesn't have that conditioning. It grinds down. So for Benjamin, he's got a small flap that's off. They're eventually going to have to go in there and take that out, which isn't going to be a big deal because he's going to have time in the offseason. The question is, can they get him functional? So we can play through that. If not, they're going to have to bite the bullet, uh, you know, send him off to get the surgery now and hope that he heals up for next year. It's not a long-term thing. It's a question of can you get him functional and pain-free in the short term. They're going to functional and pain-free. Tom Brady's been on his back a lot because of his offensive lineman yeah. up front. There's been a lot of interchanging taking place. Let's talk about the center, David Andrews. It's not an injury. It just seemed like it's more of an illness. Uh, give me your take on, on where he is and will he be able to play this upcoming weekend? Yeah, the problem with, with injuries, and a lot of people will say we don't know this because it's the Patriots, which isn't really – uh, true, you know, the Patriots are not any worse with injury reporting than anybody else. Uh, actually, we watch them pretty closely, so it's not really a problem. With illnesses, we always have to worry about these because we really don't get a lot of information. They don't tell us uh, any of the gory details, thankfully, but sometimes it's, you know, they need an IV, uh, they, they have the, the flu-like symptoms. We've all been sick. We know what it's like. But it's really tough to predict these going forward. If he's out, it is going to affect things. What's interesting is watching the change in Tom Brady's play. You've probably seen this, Cordell. He is more willing to take a hit because he knows that they, they've adjusted around him. They know where to block. Um, but he's willing to hold in that extra second and take the hit because I think he feels he can at this stage and that he needs to, to win, uh, that he doesn't have that steaming hour back there in the pocket to find whatever receiver he wants. And that's, that's guided him more, which is why we're seeing uh, you know, him throwing more to Cooks, uh, more to Gronkowski, because he's just more comfortable with where they're going to be uh, in timing routes. Uh, I do think there's going to be a toll on this. If he thinks he's going to play to 50, he needs to start taking less hits now. Well, great information as always. Have a tremendous week. We'll chat with you next week on the NFL and tune in. And please start working on the bionic shoulder from my man, Cordell Stewart. Already working on it. We have the technology. We can rebuild him. Thank you, Will. Thanks a lot, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.